Welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why in how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio, and thank you for joining me again for this round of the Sales Influence Podcast. Today, again, I'm going to dip into my YouTube channel comments. Got two great questions. Maybe I'll be able to sneak in a third one. Let's see how it goes. The first one, and by the way, before I get into these questions, if you're going to send me a question, you sometimes need to add some context. I don't mean you should write a whole page, but you know, be more specific in your context so I can really understand your problem. This first one doesn't have enough context, but I'm gonna still try to help you out. It comes from, ooh, I hope I pronounced this right, Abdel Jalil. Abdel Jalil. Abdel Jalil. It says, hello, Mr. Victor Antonio. I just discovered your channel two days ago, and I can't stop watching your videos. Abdel Jalil, you're awesome. And since I'm really passionate about sales, which I love, and I'm willing to start a career in it, I'm learning a lot from you. That's great to hear. He says, I've got a question, and I would be so happy if you would answer it for me. In my new company, we're selling and exporting edible products, mainly nuts and dry fruits. So I would like to know what's the best strategy for that field? That's the first question. Starting from approaching the potential customer until closing the sale, knowing that there's fierce competition within the market, obviously, uh, the competitors are always hesitating because of price, or rather customers are always hesitating because of price, quality, delivery time, export procedures. All right, let's break this one apart. Now, the big question is, how do you approach this market? And again, Abdel, I, since I don't know enough information about your business, this is really a tough one for me to answer, but I'm gonna do my best. Let me walk through it. So the first question is, how do I actually begin marketing this? Well, I believe in market segmentation. In other words, one of the things I look at is if I have a product or a service at this level, I'm looking for distribution or retailers, right? Those are your two big channels. Just You sell it through a distributor who then sells it to the end you know, a retailer, which then gets to the end user, or you go directly to a retailer. In many cases, depending on your geographical territory, you'll be able to go rec- directly to a retailer and get them to buy. So that's one sales presentation. But then maybe you have to sell through distribution, which means now you have to convince the distributor to take your product on. And that's another sales presentation. So when you ask me, what's the best approach? It depends who you're selling to. What channel are you selling through? So let's kind of zoom back a little bit. Let's say that we're going to sell directly to a retailer. One of the things I would ask you to do is, again, I do this with all my presentation. I ask myself, why would they buy and why would they not buy? In other words, in this case, why would they carry my product? Why wouldn't they want to carry my product? On the why would they, maybe there's something unique about your product, okay? On the why buy, what's unique about your product? What's different about what you're offering with your nuts and dried fruits? And you may think it's a commodity, Victor's not much different. Okay, great. But now look, it's like why they would not buy. Why wouldn't they buy? Well, let's think about it. Here's a retailer and the retailer probably has products already on the shelf. So what you're asking that retailer is to add another product to sell for their shelf. That's what you're asking them to do. Now, what I always do is put myself in the customer's you know, point of view, look at, in their shoes and say, what is their point of view of this? In other words, if I'm the retailer of Del Jalila and you come to me and you say, hey, Victor, I want you to carry my product, I'm thinking, one, that means I gotta carry another product. 
you know, I got to add that to my system. Uh, do I have enough shelf space to actually put this on on my shelves? You know, will it move at the price points? Will I have to do any marketing? This is going on in my head. My question to you is, Abdel Jalil, is how do you help that retailer overcome some of that anxiety? What can you do on the marketing side to help them? What can you do on a promotion side to help them? That's what they're looking for. Look, every business wants to make money. The question is, if you're going to ask somebody to do you a favor, which you are, you're asking them to say, hey, I need you to carry my product. And what they're asking you is, well, how is that going to help me make more money? How is that going to help me drive revenue? That's the story you have to tell them. Now, on the other end, when you're working with distribution, distribution, again, is thinking the same thing. Do I really want to carry another line? Do I really want to carry more inventory? Because now the distributor has to turn around and has the same problems you have with the retailer. They have to go to convince a retailer to you know, take on a new product or service. So in both cases, you have to make the case. Why should I take on your product? What is special about your product that makes me go, you know what, I wanna take that product on. So then, understanding the complexities there, I would zoom back first and say the, do the following. If I'm just starting out, what I would do is within a five or 10 mile radius, what I would start doing is finding retail stores that would take my product, maybe small volumes, right? And it's not really about price. It's not, you know, I'll assume you have great quality. It's not really about price. You know, it's really about can I move the product? Now imagine that within a a five or 10 mile or five, five to 10 kilometer radius, you find all these retail stores and you focus on them. And here's what's gonna happen. Within the first two or three months, you're gonna get a lot of feedback For those who carry it, they're going to say, you know what, it's moving well, it's not moving well. You also may find out that certain price points are good, certain price points are bad. You also may find out that where you place the product in the store makes all the difference in the world. So in other words, for the next three months, Abdel Jalil, what I would do is I would concentrate on focusing on five to 10 kilometer radius of my business. So now I don't have a delivery problem or an export problem and then see how I can move the product within my neighborhood. Because if you can't win within your own territory, it's gonna be that much more difficult to win outside. Here's the other benefit. Because you're actually doing this three month study, so to speak, you're putting the products out there, you're selling them through your local retailers, that also gives you leverage. When you talk to bigger companies, bigger distributors, you say, look, we already have 100 stores reselling our products. That is more impressive when you go to a distributor. If you go to a distributor and say, look, we're already selling through 100 stores, they're gonna go, hmm, these guys are serious. But if you go to a distributor and you have no local representation, people moving your product, no local retailers, it's gonna make the sale that much harder. So I hope that helps with your issue. So second question of the day comes from Kamar Mahmoud. Kamar Mahmoud. He says, sir, I'm a sales manager from EFU, EFU Life Pakistan. I have learned a lot from your channel. Thank you. Nowadays, I'm facing a problem in recruiting of new insurance agents. Ooh, that's a tough one, right? Kindly upload one video about how to be an effective recruiter. Looking forward to your response. Kamar Mahmoud. Now, Kamar, 
I have a program on my Sales Mastery Academy called Hire Smarter, Hire Smarter. And basically, I walk you through the process of how to hire the right people because recruiting today is becoming tougher. In the insurance business, it's even tougher because, again, sometimes the commissions aren't there right away. You know it takes a lot of effort. It takes a lot of calls. It takes a lot of home visits. And it takes a lot of convincing of people to actually want to buy insurance, right, because they're not thinking about it. So I would go to Sales Mastery Academy. It has the full program, but I'll give you the general strokes of what you need to do. You have to have a recruitment process. You have to figure out what characteristics are most important when hiring somebody. But here's the key part. When you're interviewing somebody, when you're recruiting somebody, one of the things I always advise my customers is let the person present something for five or 10 minutes. In other words, make them do a small mini presentation, whether it's about themselves, they can talk about their family, they can talk about their favorite hobby, it doesn't matter. What you want are people who can communicate, people who communicate effectively. One of the things I always do is when I'm looking to hire somebody, it says, you know, give me a five or 10 minute presentation on the last product you sold. I wanna see how you present. Now, whether it's one-on-one or doing a PowerPoint, doesn't matter. But one of the key things you need to look for, Kamar, is, presentation skills because again if you recruit somebody but they can't present they're gonna get frustrated because they can't close deals now they gotta learn how to present but they also have to know how to sell so I would suggest go to the Sales Mastery Academy look at the higher smarter program but also look at the response block selling objection blocking and there's one also on sales presentation I think these are all great programs that you can use to help you recruit better people that's it for this sales influence podcast Uh, again we only got it through two questions but maybe next week we'll do some more don't forget to leave me some feedback on itunes stitcher or youtube let me know what you think i would greatly appreciate it also as i mentioned check out my online sales training platform the sales mastery academy 24 courses 300 plus videos plus all my books on sales and motivation and a bunch of other stuff By the way, I got a new book coming out in January. It will be the first of its kind in the sales arena. You watch, I will keep you posted. If you're serious about increasing your sales again, go to salesmasteryacademy.us. That is salesmasteryacademy.us. Lastly, I want to thank you for listening. This is Victor Antonio, always reminding you, selling ain't hard when you know how. Take care. Hi, I'm Victor Antonio. I'm an author, sales trainer, and keynote speaker. I'm often asked, what makes a great speaker? Is it someone who delivers real content that the audience can use? Is it someone who engages the audience so they're part of the learning experience? Or is it someone who can motivate an audience to push them beyond their comfort zone and discover new abilities? The answer is yes. But the most important thing to remember is that I'm not there to look good. I'm there to make my client look good. Simply put, it's never about me and it's always about them.